This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Vince Quinnen for Big Daddy Grandma 94 WIP. Thanks to Seamus Clancy for hopping in last segment. If you want to hop aboard, 215-592-9494. Very simple, 215-592-9494. Also happy to read tweets, respond to tweets, all that good stuff on Twitter. Surprise. Um, So that's all. It's Vince Quinn. One word, it's Vince Quinn. So I do want to get to Howie Roseman in a minute because there is a trend that's starting to pop up that we have to consider here when we talk about Howie Roseman and his ability to as a general manager, evaluating talent, all that kind of stuff. I want to get to that in a minute. But first, oh my goodness. Uh, we, we have conversations all the time about, you know, keeping politics out of sports and whether that's reasonable. And there's a whole rabbit hole you get into that. But there are times where I don't think anybody really complains about sports being in politics. You know what I mean? Like, the other way around is fine. If we get people that bring up, like, George Bush throwing out that first pitch, you know what I mean? That was like, well, that's I guess that's a little bit different. But when, when people bring up sports in conversation politically, usually that's fine. It's not like, hey, stop legislating or start legislating and stop talking about basketball. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's not really how it goes. We're okay with politicians bringing up sports once in a while. We had Jim Kenny on this morning. Really? Yeah. There you go. Oh, well, fans in the stands. Yeah. Right. right? So there you go. But you have like there was one time where there's this great comment of uh, Ted Cruz talking. He's like, oh, if you uh, you get the ball and you throw it in the the basketball circle or, or something like that. He had no idea what a basketball hoop or basketball net was called. And like that was really funny. Uh, politics aside, of course. And here's the thing that, that just happened. That was absolutely hysterical. So right now they're dealing with getting a Supreme Court justice appointed, right? And there's a lot of baggage around that, and that's not for here. That's not what I'm doing. I don't care. Don't call me about it, okay? I don't care. But all that matters is they were having the hearing. And as they're having the hearing, one of the senators, and I I don't even know, I'm going to say it's Ben Sasse, but S-A-S-S-E, this senator in the middle of, of a confirmation hearing for a Supreme Court justice starts going down this road. Listen to this. I'd like to talk about um, the Houston Astros, who are miserable (laughs) cheaters. All baseball fans know that the Houston Astros cheat. Um, They they steal signs. uh, They bang on cans. um, They've done a whole bunch of miserable things historically, and they, they deserve to be punished probably more than they have been. The takes? I love it. I love a senator... Just coming out of nowhere and ripping the Astros to shreds. As the Astros are at a low point, by the way, because they've been miserable in the ALCS 
and like Jose Altuve is committing errors all over the place. They've just been sad sacks. And to generally see where they've been, and the senator comes out and just starts tearing them up. These cheaters, these these guys should have been punished for. Like absolutely incredible. And I just you love to see it. Hey, whenever the Astros get ripped, we all love to see it. So that that was a great moment. And uh, somebody else who has great moments, the weave, weave, yo. Z's listening to me on the radio, and now we're gonna. Now I got to give him about twenty-one seconds is the time between when I'm talking and and I'm actually saying it, and when he hears it on his side of things. So we'll give it a couple more seconds, and then I assume he's gonna go, "Oh, right!" Uh, like Mike's smiling over there. Oh, his famous, yeah, yeah. So we got a couple more seconds here, I think. Oh, he missed it. All right, he's done. We gave him his chance, and he blew it. Sorry, Weave. You're done for the night. Yeah, I know. He blew it. Sorry, Mike. You can't You can't take Weave. He had his opportunity in, in two. I gave him two chances there, and he blew it both times. <laughs> so let's get to Howie Roseman then, right? And if you want to get in, 215-592-9494. Answer the, it'd be nice if you answer the phone when I call. I'd, I'd be happy to talk to you, you know? If you, but you got to be there for me to talk to you. So, um... Let's talk about Howie Roseman. So, the story around Howie has been about drafting, and I get it, right? At this point, I've been I've been a big-time Howie apologist, and when you see where it's been, like, going into the season, the kind of problems they had, Andre Dillard stinks, right? Rasul Douglas was gone. They got rid of him. Sidney Jones, they got rid of him. You didn't know anything about the depth of this team, really. It felt top-heavy, and... For the Eagles going into this year, it just felt like the cupboard was bare, right? And that's a big-time problem for a lot of reasons. I mean, one, young guys are cheap. So you need cheap contracts, salary cap flexibility. If the cap stays the same next year instead of going up $10 million like it does every year, if the cap goes down, you need to be able to have young guys to step in. I mean, some of these guys are just getting older. Zach Ertz. Maybe it's just his age. I can't imagine that at 30, but maybe he's just falling off a cliff. Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, you drafted these wide receivers because those older guys weren't reliable, and that's proven itself out again. right? Fletcher Cox is 29, 30, and so you now have Hargrave, who's a little bit younger, and, and we'll see where that goes. right? So there's, there's things here around this team that you look at and you go, okay, drafting has not really been good. But now I'm looking at the team. And you do have, I'm not saying this fixes everything with Howie. I'm not saying it restores his reputation. But you do have to step back a little bit and see where they are now and where some of these guys that have been cast away, where those guys are right now. And you got to give Howie Roseman a little bit of credit. Because look at the picture here. Who's on the offensive line? I see Nate Herbig out there. Right, undrafted guy pretty recently. They kept him around on the practice squad last year. I see Matt Pryor out there. That's a late-round pick. Jordan Mailata, seventh-rounder a couple years ago. They look good, right? I mean, they brought those guys in. They're good. They're young, talented guys that are doing their job. We're at the point right now where the conversation is, don't play Jason Peters. Play Mailata. Now, it's an indictment on Peters as much as it's an endorsement from Mailata, but that's a seventh-rounder. That looks like an actual left tackle right now. That's nice. Jack Driscoll, in the small amounts of time that he's played, 
He looks okay. And and by the way, and I, I think this is really telling too for how the Eagles feel about Jack Driscoll. They ran a jumbo package, right? So jumbo package, extra offensive lineman out on the field. They did that when everybody on the team is injured. And they still threw Jack Driscoll out there as a sixth offensive lineman. He is their fifth tackle. Fifth. And they put him out there. Jason Peters, Andre Dillard, Jordan Mailata, Lane Johnson, Jack Driscoll. If you want to say prior even, he might be their sixth offensive tackle. They put that guy out on the field. He's played snaps and hasn't been the most miserable thing you've ever seen in your life. It's not the Winston Justice game. You know what I mean? Like, he's been okay. So for the offensive line to be what it is right now, before the season, it looked terrible, it felt terrible, all the Peter stuff moving prior around, it all felt bad. Five weeks in, it looks a lot better than we gave it credit for. So, points to Howie Roseman. Again, doesn't change everything, but it's points for Howie Roseman. You look at Josh Sweat. That's a mid-round pick. I want to say fourth rounder, fifth rounder. They got a couple of years ago. They stuck around with him. They've developed him. He's put on weight, all these different things. He looks a lot better. He's been great out there for the Eagles. He's been a really strong rotational piece. Derek Barnett looks a lot better this year. So, you see all those things come together. You go, okay, well, points for Howie Roseman. You know, and, and Mike, what, what do you got? Yeah, you know, because everyone craps on his draft record. And, you know, the, the two years Joe Douglas was here, no doubt, weren't good. But I, I look at this year, and they could have seven players in this draft that, you know, are on this team three years from now. Now, and I'll, I will grant you, if, like, Jalen Hurts is a major bust, that obviously changes, like, the complexion of this year and the way it's looked at. Yeah. But I think there's a realistic chance that, like, seven of those guys stick. Kayvon Wallace is starting right now. Yeah, he's making tackles in the box. Yeah, he's looking all right. Yeah, he's not He's not amazing, but he's a fourth-round pick that's playing right now. That's worth something. Now Sean Bradley is starting to get a couple mm-hmm. of snaps. So that's something. You know, like you, uh, John Hightower's gotten a couple of catches already. That's a fifth-round wide receiver that's doing something for you. So for these guys to be out there, like Rager got hurt, so I, I like can't Rager. blame him for that. Yeah. And, yeah, he, he had a big play in the first game, and they, they have some stuff designed for him. Like, clearly they have a vision for Rager, so I get why they drafted him. And we'll see where it goes. But, like, there's enough things at play that you go, the youth is there. You know, it's not it's not fixed, but there's something here. It's not totally barren. You don't need to draft 25 guys, right. you know. So th- that's a nice thing. Then you look at the guys that get cast out, right? LJ Fort, how he brings that guy in as a free agent, one-year deal, no commitment. He doesn't make it through camp. But what do you know? That guy goes to Baltimore, and he looks great. Is that a Howie Roseman problem or a Jim Schwartz problem? Because how we identified the guy, he brought that guy in, and he's usually pretty good at that. Boston Scott was a practice squad guy. Greg Ward was a practice squad guy. Travis Fulgham, practice squad guy. That's Howie Roseman. You know what I mean? So, like, there are issues with this team still. But to say it's solely Howie Roseman, he's the worst talent evaluator ever, like, that's really not accurate. Javon Hargrave, he's been good, right? That's been a nice signing. No, Nobody was thrilled about it when it happened. Not really, but... You look at it now, and the defensive line is the best part of this team. Hargrave has been a part of that. He is very active in the backfield. He looks really good. If Fletcher Cox is gone after the season, and it's a salary cap crunch and whatever, well, if you're starting Malik Jackson and Hargrave, I'm good with that. I think most Eagles fans are. You should be. That's a good duo right there. Howard Roseman found that guy. So it doesn't fix it, but it's not as bad as it's made out to be. Rasul Douglas to be better somewhere else, for Sidney Jones to suddenly make a bunch of plays in Jacksonville, I'm looking at Jim Schwartz. It's not all Howie Roseman. So, if your coordinator's not going to play him, like you can't just keep him around just for your own 
pride. Like you got you got to read the room and read what's best for the football team. Well, yeah. Now to be fair, Jim Schwartz apparently has no say over anybody that plays in his defense. God forbid the defensive coordinator, who by the way has been talked about being a head coach on the defensive side of the ball since he got here four years ago and before a Super Bowl, for that guy to have the audacity to say, well, it's really out of my hands, is just the most patently ridiculous thing you can possibly say. That was crazy. But yeah, like at some point, it's a Jim Schwartz issue. The guy has a very simple scheme. He's got very specific expectations and really specific needs. I mean, high-quality players on the back end and the defensive line. And you had that for a while. Because you had Jenkins and McLeod, and that was a good safety duo that could cover some stuff up. You had the defensive line rolling in previous years. Like, there were enough things there that they could steal you a game from time to time. They could be at least an average unit or a good unit. So, you've seen that before. Now, you know, it's fallen apart a bit, and it's really just the defensive line and slay. But that's not all Howie Roseman. You know what I mean? Like, it's all been put out to be a Howie problem because Howie's not a popular guy. And, like, the Andre Dillard pick is bad. And I get that. But as much as there's issues with this team, maybe Hurts is a luxury, Davion Taylor's a luxury, he hasn't botched it to the point of no return. It hasn't been so miserable that he needs to be fired right now. You know what I mean? Like, people want to fire that guy right now. If you're getting rid of anybody at this point, I'm looking at coaches first, right? You change out Doug Peterson, you change out Jim Swartz, whatever it's got to be based on how this year goes. If they don't win the division, you see Dan Quinn get fired, you see Bill O'Brien get fired— I can see some heads rolling by the time this year is at an end. You know, week 15, we might see those guys out the door. Yeah, I think it's way more likely, too, that, like, the unit just collapses and you kind of lose them if, like, uh, Ken Flajoy or, or uh, Matt Burke are, like, defensive coordinator. Like, it, I just, I don't see, like, a, that's not a sure thing. Yeah. So you you ride out most of the season, if not the whole season, out of respect. You, you change those guys over. Howie gets at least one more year to figure all of this out. And, and you go from there. And again, people are going to be miserable from that idea. And hearing it right now might make you sick. And I'm sorry. But it's not as bad as it's been made out to be. Again, the offensive line is better than we thought. Josh Sweat has developed. We're getting Kayvon Wallace right now. Sean Bradley is starting to make an impact. You see what Rasul's doing in Carolina, and you go, okay, maybe it's an Eagles problem. You see what Sidney Jones is doing in Jacksonville, you go, maybe this is an Eagles problem. So LJ Fort, Fulgham, all these different things, they all pile up. And you go, well, Howie Roseman's doing something right. If we're this excited about Travis Fulgham, well, where did he come from? So anyway, uh, 215-592-9494. That's how you join the show. 215-592-9494. I'm Vince Quinn with you on 94WIP, in for Big Daddy Graham. And you know what I want to do next? Chase Utley, private eye. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.